come on, yeah, come on, it's like that, it's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett's, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is... The lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. Hello, loyal listeners. We have made it to the fifth Thursday of the month, which means Grab Bag Topic Thursday. Today, we are going to chat about being victorious in Christ. But first, let's take some time to shout out some of our loyal listeners. Thank you to Kathy from Texas. We received your email and we are so glad that you are putting our teachings to the test and seeing God's hand move in your life. Just like we said last week, study to show yourself approved. Shout out to Sharon from L.A. We understand that it is not easy being the only Christian among your friends. You may not see it, but one day they'll realize that they want that same peace and love that you have. Continue to let your light shine and be a witness for Christ. Shout out to Amelia from Canada. Yes, even in the church, there will be people that hurt and disappoint you, but we can't change who we are to please those people. Remember, we are the salt of the earth and we cannot lose our flavor. So don't change who you are. Just pray for those persons and keep it moving. Shout out to Marcus from Bahamas. Please don't despair. We all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. If you recall from some of our previous messages, there is not one of us who are perfect. We all make mistakes. Ask God to forgive you. Believe in your heart that he has and repent. Do everything within your power to stay away from that temptation and those people. If you find that it gets too hard, pray and reach out to your pastor, a minister, or a seasoned Christian who can help you through. Never feel that you are alone. And as a reminder to all of our loyal listeners, each one of you are victorious in Christ. You can overcome that thing that you feel is overpowering you. You can walk with assurance that God has your back and there is nothing that is impossible for him. Now, Minister Bennett will share with you how God showed up and showed out back in the day and share some nuggets on how you too can be victorious. Let's thank Sister Bennett for that wonderful, wonderful handoff. And you guessed it, we're going to talk about victory in my segment. Yes, we are. So let's get right down to it. You know, I can't leave you without defining a few words to help us out. Victory, an act of defeating an enemy or an opponent in battle, game, or other competition. We can find this biblically as well. But I want to do it like I always do. I want to be different. I want to look at some times that we were not so victorious in the Bible. Because it, it, it lays a foundation for why We need to do the things God has commanded us. So I think it it will help us along the way. Genesis 3 and 3. But God did say, you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. My young Lord listeners, this is why it is so important for you to learn and know the voice of God. He will never lead you astray or away from the truth. He will only lead you to victory. We can clearly see from this scripture, whenever we defy God's commands, we suffer consequences and lack, not prosperity or victory. The devil is always seeking out whom he can destroy. He's looking to destroy us. Don't allow Satan to rob you of all that God has in store for you in a life of victory. Because we know this story of Adam and Eve, so I don't really need to go into it. 
God made it clear that they shouldn't touch it. And we know the serpent, being the devil, told Eve that she could eat of it. And Eve told her husband that they could eat the fruit as well. That defied what God told them. We can also find this in Jonah 1 and 3. But Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed for Tarshish. He went down to Joppa, where he found a ship bound for that port. After paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarshish to flee from the Lord. In this scripture, young Jonah undoubtedly knows the voice of God. In this case, he does. He blatantly chose to put God on red and ghosted him by going where Jonah wanted to go versus where God told him to go and needed him to go to Nineveh to deliver a message of hope and victory to God's people. Another example showing when we don't do what God commanded, we experience lack and destruction. Now, this is more interesting. In this case, Jonah was willing to ruin the lives of innocent people for his own self-proclaimed happiness. Don't be like Jonah by putting your loved ones, friends, and besties in a position where they won't or can't experience victory because of you. Do the right thing. And again, I'm not going into this story because we all know it all too well. And in Genesis 19 and 26, another situation where we just won't listen to God. But Lot's wife looked back and she became a pillar of salt. This sounds exactly like each and every one of us at some point in our life. Yep, I'm talking about us. I even included myself. God gave Lot and his family the victory, a chance at a new life, a new beginning by experiencing their lives from all the destruction heading Sodom and Gomorrah's way. Just like Adam and Eve and Jonah, he asked them to do or not to do one thing. Do you know what it is that God asked and told them not to do? You guessed it. I knew y'all would. Y'all are some sharp Bible scholars. For those who don't know, he said, don't look back. He told him, don't look back. He told him, take all that you have, Lot. Take your family, your daughters, and go to the next city. But don't look back. We had to look back. We want to see what's going on. Don't do it. That's your past. Let it go. I know, I know, Sister Bennett said I was going to talk about how God showed up and showed out. I wanted to paint a vivid picture so that each of you could fully understand the cost of your decisions when they are contradictory to the Word of God. Yes, we needed to know that. So let's look at some practical ways to be sure of victory in our life. How do we enter the victory of life? How do we do it? I could talk about the time the children of Israel crossed the Red Sea. I could talk about how David defeated Goliath. Yep. I could even talk about how Jesus fed the 5,000 from the food that a little boy had in his basket. Do you know what I want to talk about? It's the greatest victory known to mankind. Jesus Christ dying on the cross, defeating death and sin, so that sinners like you and I could have victory over sins and have eternal life. That is what I want to talk about. Yes, that's what it is. 1 Corinthians 15 and 57 says this, but thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Can't get no plainer and no easier than that. The victory comes because of Jesus Christ. But we have to do some things in order to make that happen. Because it, it seems simple, but it's just not that simple. Because, again, we have to listen to what God has called us to. The first thing you must do is commit yourselves, all that you are and all that you have, to the Lord Jesus Christ. You can't hold nothing back. You can't keep nothing for yourself. We know how that worked out for Ananias and Sapphira's and Acts. Go look it up yourself. If you keep control of your life, then you are responsible for keeping yourself. If you commit yourself to the Lord Jesus Christ, then he becomes responsible to keep you. The Apostle Paul said this in 2 Timothy 1 and 12. For I know who I have believed, and I am persuaded that he is able to keep 
what I have committed to him. So what are you committing to him to ensure that you are sure of victory? What is that? And the second thing you must do, you must take and accept Christ as your victory. Since God said it is the victory through Jesus Christ, you must take and accept it. Taking Christ as your victory is no different than making him your savior. What you did when you made Christ as your savior, what did you do? You came to him as a helpless sinner and you trusted him to save you. Now, what do you do when you want to take Christ as your victory? You come to him as a helpless, defeated Christian and you just trust him to give you the victory. Will you take him as your victory now? If not, right now where you sit, stand or lay, just say this to him. Lord Jesus, I have tried and tried to live the Christian life, but I have failed. Right now, I take you as my victory. I am trusting you to give me the victory. Oh, you didn't hear your comment or question? Hmm, that means you didn't send it. So get involved. Every fourth or fifth Thursday, we take time to do shout outs or respond to your emails. Hit us up at pntpodcast2020 at gmail.com. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-production's editing techniques is used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, it's Christian Education Ministry in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. Or Real Talk What? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.